0: Hello and welcome back to the Confidence Club Podcast. It's your host, Manelle Briggs. Today, we are going to be going through one of the final episodes in the Book Talk series on the podcast for this year. I can't believe some of the things that happened at the beginning of the year that it feels like it just happened lifetimes ago. Speaking of which, stay tuned for like a fun episode that I'm gonna do in a couple weeks. I kept this list of iconic things that happened this year. And I think it's funny, it's either like, there's either, it's a list of things that either has like a green check mark beside it or a red X and that is basically like if this was a good thing that happened or a bad thing that happened. And I really feel like so much happened in like the pop culture space that I wrote down anyway, like obviously it's not going to be like every single thing that happened in life because like I wasn't that like attentive, but things that like impacted my life that I feel are going to be remembered in 2023 are on that list and I'm so excited to share that with you. But anyways, that's for another episode. Today we're going to be talking about books okay and we're gonna be talking about a lot of books 25 to be specific because that's how many I read in November I have I'm still behind on my reading goal like I've been behind on my reading goal if you listen to the rest of the episodes in this like mini series on the podcast you'll know that and you know what you know how hard it is to catch up when you're like you know 20 books behind schedule or whatever basically the average of what I needed to read um, per month my goal was to hit 200 books. So average I think was about 16 and considering I read 25 books in November without really a problem it shouldn't have been that big of an issue but I had like a handful of months where I was just in such a big reading slump that I read maybe like six books one month or like eight books one month so I was just like behind from that and I guess I never really caught up but it's fine I've always known I'm gonna finish it off like obviously not gonna not hit this goal like I have to so uh It's just going to be a big reading month for December, but already, like, I'm recording this on December 5th, and I've already had a pretty good start to the month reading-wise, so that's good. But in this episode, we're going to wrap up what I read in November. I'm excited for this one because we have a new category, a new genre that is entering the chat today because I started reading psychological thrillers last month and absolutely fell in love with them. Like, I can't believe I'm just starting these kinds of books now But I am obsessed. So we're going to be talking about like a handful of psychological thrillers that you have to read if you are an avid reader of that genre. Or if you're thinking about maybe trying to branch out and trying something new. Don't get me wrong. I love my romance books. I love my personal development. But as I noticed, there's just some instances, like I noticed this month, where it's just not good to read romance books. Specifically when you're on vacation and can't get any relief, you know. Uh, So... I had to switch to a different category, and honestly, it was worth it. So let's get into it. We're going to start off actually with fiction because this first book and only book that was in the fiction-specific category was turned into a movie that released last month. It was The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. This is the prequel to The Hunger Games series, so if you have read that series, read it growing up, then you have to read this book. It is so cool to see kind of like... Basically, the book takes place around the 10th Hunger Games, so you're not actually seeing like the beginning of The Hunger Games, but still so different than it is by the time they get to the 74th, and I just thought it was so cool. Also, if you've seen the movie, your TikTok is probably, like, blowing up with <laughs> Coriolanus Snow edits, which I'm not complaining about because he was looking fine in the movie, and I had to keep reminding myself that this guy's literally the biggest villain out there, so just keeping that in mind, but, you know, at the beginning of the movie, he's fine. This book is really good. Honestly, I... Like the th- the original Hunger Games and Catching Fire more, th- this book is better than Mockingjay. If I had to rank them, I'd say it's probably like Catching Fire, Hunger Games, uh, The Battle of Sunbridge and Stakes, and then Mockingjay. But because I don't have to rank them, I'm just going to say that I gave this book three stars because it was good. It just wasn't my favorite in the series. The movie, however, you must go see that. I would recommend reading the book first because it will make a lot more sense. This was one of those instances where the movie was better than the book. And I can't believe that I'm saying that because like what reader says that. But it actually was like almost identical. There was a couple things that they missed or that they didn't, that they changed. But for the most part, like there was one scene where I'm like, this was exactly how I pictured it in my head. So that is crazy. And it was really good. So I suggest going to see that and I suggest reading the book. Okay, let's get into our uh, romance category. You know, we are fa- we are all familiar with this one on this podcast because, you know, hopeless romantic over here. The first book that I read in this category was Lotus by Jennifer Hartman. Five stars, five stars. So I started this book and I was, it was at a time where I was only kind of like half paying attention what was going on. So I had to restart the book because it I was just like so confused. And I restarted it, I read the whole thing, and oh my gosh, like, you will fall in love with the main characters, there's this crazy twist that happens, that I was like, "Is what kind of book am I reading, because it's literally, I think it's advertised as a romance book, but I swear there was like some mystery in there too, and I was absolutely here for it. I think that book is actually what maybe made me, me want to take a look at psychological thrillers because I thought that that was, that was an interesting component of the book. But it was so good. You're going to fall in love with the the main characters. It's so well written. And oh, it was just such a good story. And I absolutely loved it. Next up, we have Same Time Next Year by Tessa Bailey. This is like on the complete opposite. I did not love this book. I gave it one star. The book as a whole was pretty bad. I didn't like the characters at all. There was a couple spicy scenes that I will deem helpful. But other than that, not a flex. Next up, we got Night Shift by Annie Crown. And I gave this book four stars. I really liked this book because I related a lot to the main character. And I just kind of kept picturing myself in the position. And also, the main guy is a man written by women, like through and through, which I loved. And it's always nice to read about people like that, because it's like, you know, that that's the kind of guy that you want to date, you know? So I love this book. It was a cute one. It's one of those ones that has the cartoon cover, but has some spicy scenes in it. But overall, I just really liked it. And I am hoping that there's going to be two books that are going to follow the stories of the two best friends that were in the book, because I would love to hear more about them. But yeah, overall, it was a good one. And then the last one I read in the romance category was Tempt Our Fate by Kat Singleton. I have been reading this book. Like, I need to check my Goodreads to see when I started the book because it has been months. I am not a fan of this book. I'm going to give it three stars because I feel like this is the kind of book that everybody would give five stars, but I just really don't like it. And I'm not surprised because the first book in this series took me a really long time to get through too. I talked about that, I believe, in the... September reading list episode and I remember saying like I was excited I didn't like that book but I was excited to do the second one because it was going to be like an enemies to lovers and I was like this might actually make it, me make it more like it more I don't love it like I'm giving it three stars because I feel like it's not a two-star book but it's just way too long like there's no reason it need to be that long The the main characters are good but like I don't know I'm not really vibing with them I'm just like reading this was a chore like it was just like you need to finish this because you're already like you know, 50% done. So I out towards the reading goal. Like that was literally it. I don't love DNFing books. So that was the other thing that was pushing me to finish it. But yeah, we will not be talking about this book again. Moving on to personal growth, because course got to be putting my self improvement first. And one of the ways I love to do this is through reading. I reread Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert T. Kiy- Kiyosaki. And I give this book five stars. I think I've always given this book five stars because it is just a really good book in general. But especially if you're somebody who's looking to, like, upgrade (laughs) their finances, their money mindset. This is, like, the base book that you should read, that everybody should read. Honestly, I think every person in their 20s should read this especially. And, you know, the content of this podcast is dedicated to that, like, group of people. But... I mean, I think everybody in life should read this book because it is amazing. It's going to really shift the way that you think about money so that it serves you and that you have a mindset that's actually going to help you get the things that you want, build the wealth that you want, and just create a better financial literacy. And then I also read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and this is another five-star book for me. I love this book. This was a reread. The first time I read it, I loved it. I read it again. And I, I needed this reminder, too. It's all about, like, creative expansion and embracing your creativity and I read the book right when I needed to because I had really gotten out of touch with my create creativeness and like it's something that I really value but every once in a while I'll go through these periods where I'm like okay I have literally no ideas and what am I even doing like what is the purpose of this podcast for example because this is the biggest way I can express my creativity And, you know, yada, yada, yada. And so this book really helped me kind of bring back to, okay, what is the point here? What is the goal? And then how can you, you know, best serve it for other people? But how can you also make sure that serving you and the purpose that you intended to create it for? Okay, next up, let's get to the biggest category novellas. Why is this the biggest category? Because they are short books that help me get to my (laughs) goal. Are oh, were they good? Oh, not really. Okay, something I do not understand, and you're going to hear about this as I talk about the series I read, because I read um, a couple novella series. I don't understand how an author can write a one-star book and a four-star book in the same series. Because you can't tell me that you read this series and thought all these books were on the same page. Like, they were just not. And it's not even like, you know, the first book was the worst and the third book was the best. Like, it was all over the place, and I don't understand how that can be when it's the same author and the same series. So let's get into it. The first novella I read was Max the Mountain Man by Raven Moon. Um, To be honest, I think this was the first book I read in November, and I wish I had made some notes, because I literally don't remember what that book was about at all. But I think that just explains why I gave it two stars, because clearly it was irrelevant in my head. Next up, I read the first series uh, by Cassie Hart. Oh, no, this is the only series by Cassie Hart that I read. Okay, I read four books in a series by Cassie Hart, and the books were called Big Brawny Mechanic, that was number one, Big Hulking Biker, Big Bold Security, Big Beefy Kingpin. And this is an example of what I was just talking about, where the first book, I rated three stars. The second book, I rated four stars, The third book I read it rated three stars and the last book I read it two stars. I actually really did not like the last book. Like if you're going to read the series but you only need three books to get to your reading goal, don't read the last one. It was so bad and it made no sense and it was so out of pocket. I was like, what is this? Novellas usually I don't really vibe with just because I feel like it's too short for me to like get attached to the characters and get into the book. Because it's literally over before there's any details involved. But when you're trying to catch up because your book's behind, then it's really helpful. That being said, though, I still want to read a good one, you know? So shout out to Big Hulk and Biker, because the rest of them just really didn't come through for me. Next up, I read a series by Cassie Mint. And this is, again, like, she was all right with the first one, dropped the ball on the second one, and then slapped with the third one. The first one was Harbor Master. I gave that one three stars. Rock God, two stars. Chef's Kiss, Four stars. Honestly, these novellas—I don't really have like deep explanations on what I thought about them because they just kind of went in one year and the other. To be honest, I'm just listing these as, you know, potential books that you can add to your reading list. And then I read one other series by Cassie May, and the books were Grump Gone Wild, Grump Gone Bad, and Whole Lot of Grump and this was terrible honestly i gave the first book two stars the middle one three stars and the last one two stars i okay i'm also confused because i like to go back to some of the specific parts of the book and there was a specific part of the book in the second book that i liked i remember because i was on vacation at the time and i was like okay i'm gonna have to come back to this later And then I went back to the book and I was like, why did I want to come back to this? Like, I cannot find the part that I was just like excited about because if this is it, this was nothing. Like, so I don't know. I honestly wouldn't recommend that series. If you have to pick any of these series to read, maybe go with, uh, I don't even know. You know what? Just come to me if you're looking for a novella series or a novella to read short books. And I'll give you some recommendations if you want to enjoy the book while you also tick off a box on the list. I don't know. You know, Okay, and then I read The Gift by Frieda McFadden. And Frieda McFadden is the author that wrote a bunch of the psychological thrillers that I read last month and that I also read this month. But this book was not good. Like, this book made no sense. I was like, this is so weird. This is weird. I was not vibing. It was two stars. However, I will give her a pass because, like I said, she was, like, the author for psychological thrillers for me. And she wrote some really good books. So maybe it's just novels are her thing. Novellas are just out of the question, you know? And then I read a book called The New Year's Party by Daniel Hurst. This book was not good. Like, at all. At all. I kept waiting for something, like, to happen to make, make this make sense. And it was just, like, it kind of gave me the impression that it was just trying too hard, you know? It was not good. It was not good. Okay, now let's move on to the category of the month. The actual good category. Because even though novellas took up the most space, psychological thrillers took up the most excitement and grandness of this month's reading. So the first book I read was by Shanoa Williams, and I'm just waiting to get more of these books on Kindle Unlimited because, oh my gosh, okay, The Other Mistress by Shanoa Williams. I gave it four stars. I still can't get over how trippy the ending is. Like, I was reading this with my mouth hanging wide open because never in a million years did I see that coming. And the cool thing with these psychological thrillers is, like, I... Study social psychology, so I just find this really interesting, and the whole time I'm reading, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, like, what is the, what is the psychological part that's going on here, because honestly, like, I don't think I'd really be big into, like, just murder mysteries, like, you know, like, I feel like I would literally have nightmares, but there's something about these psychological ones that I'm like, dang, like, that is so interesting to me, and this book was so good. Like, I kind of want to reread it now knowing what happens at the end. Because if you read it knowing what happens, it will give you a whole different perspective on the book. And I think it would just be really cool to go back and read it knowing what I know now. But, yes, it was amazing. And then I read another book by her called The Wife Before. And I it four stars. And this book was also crazy because every time I thought I was like, okay, this is the way it's supposed to go, something would happen that I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I literally didn't see that coming. And I just oh my gosh it was so good and I'm just like I said waiting for more of her books to come on because they will have you on the edge of her seat your seat like I realized I don't need to be reading short novellas to get through my reading goal I just need to be reading psychological thrillers because I will literally read these in a sitting I have to know what's going to happen next so I won't put it down and I'll get through the whole thing oh so good okay then we moved on to and read Layla by Colleen Hoover and Okay, I feel like Colleen Hoover has, like, a whole bunch of different kinds of books, which is crazy, because you would just think, like, authors would have the same kind of book, but it's like she has, you know, it ends with us, and it starts with us, and then she has, like, maybe someday. Then she has Verity and Layla, and this book was crazy. I don't think I would read another paranormal book. I didn't love that. It was it was a cool read, but I don't think that's that's not the kind of thrill that I'm looking for, but it was kind of an interesting story, because I've never read a book like that, or just, like interpreted a story like that at all so it definitely was like a first time for everything kind of thing but also maybe the last time you know I gave this book three stars okay now we get to Frieda McFadden so I read The Housemaid and I can't remember so I think I saw this on Goodreads maybe and or where did I see it did I see it on Good? I don't know I saw it somewhere and so I had that in the back of my head already so when I started looking up psychological thrillers to read and I saw that one come up I was like okay I need to read this one this book was crazy too like it was so crazy the whole book i thought i knew what was happening and then all of a sudden nope it's like something completely different completely different and then i read the Housemaids secret by her as well and the same thing and i get some four stars and i had read the first one so i kind of knew like you know the writing style but it, this still shocked me the same because i couldn't have come up with this on my own and honestly how people come up with this is like crazy to me like but also very admirable And, yeah, like, both of those books, I'm, like, I blew through those. I think I read them both in a day because I had to know what was going to happen. So that's all I need. That's all you need for your reading goals, to start reading psychological thrillers because you literally won't be able to stop. All right, that is a wrap on the November reading list. I'm about to be vibing, like I said, with some more psychological thrillers because it's going to help me, but also because I'm kind of obsessed with those books right now. Like, if you have any recommendations, let me know because... I'm about to go on to Kindle Unlimited after this and download some more things. And then also I'm going to vibe with the holiday novellas because I think that it's the perfect season for it. And it's really kind of weird to read like a Christmas book any other time of the year, you know? I read this one book. uh, Mm -hmm. It's called Tangled and Tinsel. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. If you like spicy books, that was crazy. Like my face was red the whole time. It was literally crazy. It's so good. But uh, if you have any other holiday... Uh, novels or novellas that you recommend let me know a good one please like not like I I like the like the, the nicely like, cute um romance ones are good but I feel like after you read a lot of those it's kind of like okay I need something different so let me know if you have any good holiday romance books for me to read this month because I've still got a ways to go but we're gonna make it all right I'm going to be reporting back to you at the end of December with my completed Goodreads reading goal of hitting 200 books read this year mark my words that is all for today happy reading I hope you guys all have fun and complete your reading goal I'm cheering you on you've got this we've got this we can do it and I will chat with you in the next episode chat soon bye